Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold, it's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? It's the Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. Note to Sunday crew, leave it as you find it. Are we on the air yet? Oh, hi. How you doing? <laughs> Good Monday morning to you. Pat Cook, John Burton, Greg Polk, Strikers Fair Family Fun Center Studio. What's up, man? Morning. Good weekend? Yeah, weekend was good, man. Um, a lot of, lot of good ball watching. Yep. And, uh, you know, the huge. Didn't have an early show on Saturday, so that was kind of cool. And um, Yesterday, uh, covered the game at the stadium. And uh, I will say this, that... Uh, that game had a little bit of everything. That's one of the wildest games I've ever <laughs> witnessed in person in my uh, not-so-illustrious uh, sports media career. Patton, you were there. Good morning to you, yeah. sir. Uh, was not there, but was what? watching. No, yeah. he was, yeah, he, uh, well, I'll let Patton uh, tell you what he was doing. I'll let I'll let the man himself tell you what he was doing. I uh, was up in uh, the Sevierville, Gatlinburg area, was nailing down uh what 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 will be at the wedding for food? Uh, we found a, a good Mexican restaurant that's going to cater for us, so uh, got that nailed down. I was kind of watching just on, on my own on my phone. Glad to not be there, quite frankly. Uh, but uh, but yes, was not there, but watched a lot of it. And to your point, JB, it had it all for all use uh, weirdos watching every minute of that game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so you were there, certainly yeah. uh, a lot to get to with it. Uh, and where do you want to unpack? I mean, well, there's, yeah. yeah, so many tentacles. I mean, I, you know, just some notes I had. Well, first of all, I think one of the big takeaways is in the span of about a quarter, the Titans lost their best player on offense, their best player on defense and their best player on special teams due to injury. I don't think I've ever seen that in one game before. I've never seen two punts blocked in the, the, you know, by the, I've never seen that. Yeah. And back to back. And also you lose, you know, the best punter in the game. Uh, And, and I know we're just get right to it. All right. Are they going to fire Ackerman today or are they going to wait to the end of the season? Hmm. It's not happening today. I'll tell you, if it happens today, it's not a variable decision. Uh, Yeah. That's, that's an angry Amy Adams strunk decision in my opinion. Um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty clear Ackerman's not lost for this world, not long for this world, rather. Uh, you know. Well, both... I mean, that's a little bit harsh. I don't think he's going to die. No, I didn't mean it that way, Greg. <laughs> I'm, I, okay. let's, you know, yeah. It's Christmas. All right, sorry. His He's on the hot seat. How about that? I, on... I think he's in the revol- the raw, uh, what's the door? The, revol- the... the revolving doors. Yeah. Yeah. No, no, yeah. One of it, they'll just stop. He'll be, no. it's, it's like a tumbler. One of these days he'll fall out. Well, special teams, obviously a nightmare last night. The missed PAT because Tannehill was in there. And, you know, we tried to ask Folk afterwards, like what happened on that. And because he said, you know, we t- he talked about him having to punt. And he actually did a pretty decent job there. 
And when we asked him about the hold, he said, you know, because he was on the sidelines talking to Tannehill saying, you know, I was trying to give him some pointers on some things and this and that. He didn't get specific about it. And then we said, you know, were those things, you know, pertinent to the PAT being missed? And he was, he started off, he's like, yeah, you know what? There was, and then he stopped and he said, I just need to make that. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was a time. I mean, if you watch the TV, they said, well, look, look, he got it down, right? And everything. Well, guess what? Uh, I could get it down in a day. It looked like I mean, he didn't. The timing was off. It, it wasn't yeah, there. And it looked like he hit the, he didn't hit the fat part of the ball. It looked like yeah. he hit it on the seam. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, yeah. Almost on the way up yeah, instead yeah, yeah. of up coming up under it. But the thing is, too, even more of an indictment, uh, if you're the special teams coach, your job is to have all of your components of special teams ready. That would mean you have – there is a two-deep depth chart on holder, on snapper, on every position PP. on special teams, okay? PP, personal okay. protector. Right. Well, and we'll get to that in a minute, uh, is that, you know, Tannehill had not practiced mm -hmm. the hold on places for place kicks mm -hmm. in several weeks. If he's the backup at that position – He's got to get a couple. He's got to get some snaps once a week at least. So yet another mistake that compounded the mistake. Yeah, and Josh Wiley, your protector. Uh, I mean, first off, the whiffs. He's got to have some accountability for that. Number one, but number yeah. two, you and got Hooker, a Hooker on yeah, the first one. You got a you got a rookie back there. Yeah, you know, and at one time I guess it was well, he was the wing. The, he wasn't you know, back as the PP. But but yeah, but, yeah, but, but it's total dysfunctionality with that. And then you get your uh, you get your uh, kicker killed. Mm -hmm. Let's to use a death reference. It's two games now that special yeah. teams has really cost you. One where Kyle Phillips doesn't need to be out there for a punt, and two where Craig Ackerman can't get his guys lined up to not get his punter killed yeah. two times in a row. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, Josh Wiley is like he never saw that that uh reverse gunner coming in. And that was yeah, that was egregious. And Bullock well, they said, were out coached. Those and, yeah, both yeah, yeah. those plays well, are was, seeing something on film. I was just going to say that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Bullock, Bullock's you know said that obviously their special teams coach because that's all they do is they pour over film and they watch teams' tendencies. And he obviously saw something where he said, "Yeah, we can exploit this." And to do you know one is bad, one is really bad, but two is even worse. Two in a row is a disaster. Well. Well, I don't know who was it that put Stone out. He beat the ball there. Yep. He, I, yeah, that really, really, that was a fumble. It yeah, wasn't even a block. Yeah, they, they ruined a fumble, didn't they? Yes, they yeah, did. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. Call, we're, we're calling it a block, but it was it was a fumble. It was yeah. a fumble because yeah. he beat the ball there. Mm -hmm. never, it never got foot the never hit ball. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> foot, to, foot to leather. Foot to leather never happened. So, you know, that's the easy part of it. But, you know, you still have opportunities. Where are we on Levis? 16 to 33, 224, touchdown. Uh, made some throws, missed some throws, mm -hmm. but I, every, in obviously we're going to probably get the helicopter move. Okay. We've seen it. Don't need don't, to, don't, don't do that. Don't, don't, yeah, need to don't see do it. that. But, but I think at this time of his career, it's important for him to show his teammates, his commitment to give up his body. Well, now, was, now back it out. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of interesting things going on with Levis, right? You know, he throws that ball two feet out of bounds and he's like screaming at DeAndre Hopkins which Hopkins had to be like, you know, Bullock said this last night, like, who the hell are you, man? I'm an established veteran. You're a rookie. You don't yell at me like that. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what was going on there. And the, you had the helicopter deal. And look, he missed some throws. Like, he didn't make the the the, the egregious mistake. And when he did, he, you know, he fumbled and he forced the fumble and recovered it, which was crazy. Um, You know, 
he's he said his own words, I played my worst game as a Titan. You know, and he missed some throws. And it was a pattern that we saw that we've seen. They get out to a nice start. They get that magic number is like 17. They get the 17 points, and then the offense stalled. What was it? Four straight three and outs to open the second half yesterday. So, you know, it looked like I thought yesterday they wasted a really good effort by the offensive line. I thought they protected well. Derek was running the ball. They had 82 yards after the first quarter. And we're thinking, oh, this could be a 175, 185-yard day. And then for whatever reason, they reached that magic number of 17, and then everything just bogs down. And that allowed the Colts to stay in it because I didn't I didn't think Minshew played all that well. I thought he I thought he made a lot of bad decisions, a lot of bad throws. But, you know, they were allowed to stay in the football game because, you know, the Titans offense was not moving the ball after those 17 points. Well, and, and they were, and they found a way to, you know, to to stay in it and eventually win it. Well, I think in the first half they're playing to win it, and in the <laughs> second half they're playing not to lose. Great point. When they have that, so where was the creativity in the second half that I saw in the first half in the play calling? It became more conservative. It say, hey, "We got this lead. Yep. Let's don't beat ourselves. Let's re- let's yep. rely on the yep. defense, right. et cetera, et cetera, yep. and run the football." And they were running. You're right. I thought Duncan's playing well. Mm-hmm. Raiden's is. I, you know, he had I his don't customary know. false start penalties. Well, but, I mean, he's <laughs> yeah. He, they could do a you know they he, have done a lot worse. You're right. Than I think him, I think you know? I think Raiden's has stabilized. Yeah, yeah. I think he is. I think he's he he he's a uh, he, he's a piece that could move anywhere when they need him. He, you know, um, but I don't know. I, I would. But say, he's looked he's yeah. looked best at right tackle, mm-hmm. which is where they initially Agreed. wanted him to be. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So, you know, and. You you still have the opportunity, you know. Well, you, you, the if if it's a whole other ball game if the score's twenty six to twenty five, right? Yep. And, and know, I with did the find mitts. I yep. did find it refreshing though that Levis. I I I didn't think he was the worst player on that field yesterday, but he came out and something. Uh, I'm going to rehash old things. He took accountability, something that maybe another quarterback on that roster will not seemingly ever do. Take accountability. I I think teammates respect that, and I think. For DeAndre Hopkins, I think it's one thing, and I I liked what Will said yesterday. He goes, I give him that license to get into my you-know-what, and that gives me the ability to kind of go after him. I know there's a rookie ability, but if you looked at D-Hop on the sidelines, he wasn't seeing red after his quarterback is going into him a little bit. No, Kelly came over and talked to them both, and he had something to say to Hopkins, and then he said something to Levis. Now, Bullock surmised that you know Kelly was telling him, hey, calm down, let me talk to the guy, because... You know, you know how Bullock is. Right. Bullock was like, hey, ain't no rookie going to talk to me like that. I'm an established veteran. But Hopkins did say after the game when we talked to him, he said, listen, I love this kid's competitive fire. You know, he thought I was going to do one thing. I did another thing. We talked about it. We move on. It's over. So he didn't make right. a big deal out of it. Levis didn't make a big deal out of it. So, I mean, that's good. I mean, I like it. Yeah. I like it a lot. Yeah. yeah Levis, is a, a, he, Levis is a cocky, fiery guy, which well, is what you need for your starting yeah, quarterback. And, and he, he holds himself accountable, yep. as, as Pat, but Pat said, but also, uh, although Tannehill did take accountability on that snap, uh, miss. So we give him one accountability in your eyes, anyway. I don't, I think he, it's a little harsh to say he's never took accountability. Pat, just so you know, uh, Ryan uh, declined to speak to the media after the game. So. Well, he he did us one last favor going out the door. I'll just leave it at, uh, leave it at that. <laughs> My gosh. So where are we at with this team, boys? Four and eight. I uh, mean, they're, you know, they're, they're they're right where they they deserve to be. I, yeah. I gotta say, I didn't hate 
losing that football game yesterday. I know this is uh, going to rehash old things, but I've said it since Levis took over. I want to see flashes. I don't care about the wins anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see my quarterback go out there and play well in moments. He has. Now he's a rookie quarterback drafted in the second round. But unlike maybe a Malik Willis where you didn't see anything uh, right. in an entirety of a game and you're thinking, well, where is this going? I like that aspect. I like Tajay Spears. There are some question marks on other avenues. I Chig think, siding uh, Chig a little bit. did yeah. drop yet another ball. Yet yeah. they, one thing does concern me. The offensive line, we know it's got some work to do. Played well yesterday. Yeah. Secondary, my lord. Yeah. Uh, over and over and over well, again. Well, you can't at the last let that guy get behind they you. They can't that's, stop that, anybody. That's, that's, that's just malpractice yeah, right there. I, I thought, you know, Bullock on the show last night brought up a good point because the play before that long pass to Pierce, he got called for, what, illegal contact? Mm-hmm. So now, you know, he's playing inside leverage on, on a receiver that takes it outside, and he's probably consciously thinking, okay, I don't want to get another penalty so he ends up getting a free release. And I asked him, I said, you know, was that a situation where you got caught looking in the backfield? He said, no, nope, I just got beat. Well, you know, he said, he said, I'm a man. I can own up to it. Now, he did have a lot to say about that illegal contact penalty that he got. He said, listen, this is how I play. I'm not going to change. You know, if I'm going up against a receiver that's 6'4", 225 pounds, and he's putting his hands on me, I'm going to put my hands on him. So he, you know, he, he had a lot to say about that particular call. Thing too about Levis, he's now gone three straight games without throwing an interception, and that's not because they're dialing him back. I mean, he's making the throws, and he he, he there was the th- that out the out to Hopkins that he did. Man, there's 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 not everybody can do that. There's a few that can, and the thing is too, you know, 80, 81 rating, eighty point nine, but he's now started his sixth game. This is a pretty interesting stat. Uh, the fifth rookie quarterback in franchise history to start at least six games as a rookie. Going around the room, who are they? There's VY. Vince Young. Four, four quarterbacks. No, McDare, I don't think he even. He didn't play at all as a rookie. He, yeah, did he? hardly played as yeah. a rookie. Um, yeah. Mariota. Mariota. Who actually got into that Jake Locker. for the Eagles yesterday? No, not Locker. I've, I would have guessed Locker too. I saw this step. Uh, Zach Mettenberg. No, <laughs> and the uh, burger, and then Dan Pastorini in 1971. Mm. But uh, just thought that was a, a curious thing. Um, you got some sound. Obviously, there's a lot to get to today, and we want to talk to everybody. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. The uh, the the uh, Playoff pairings in college football are out. The semifinals, we'll talk about that, how all that all played out. Man, if you're Georgia, you've lost one game to Alabama know, by three man. points and you're sitting at home. I know. And I tell that you, doesn't I, sit well we'll, with me. We'll, we'll, talk, we'll talk with Brad. I'll, I would dare say that any of the teams remaining, uh, Georgia, even Alabama, if they re-met, I, re-met, re-met. Re-met. Uh, yeah, that's rematched. Like, rematched. Uh, that Georgia would probably be a favorite again. So, yeah, that's tough, man. And even more this year, it's we needed 12, right? Yep. There's there's six, seven, eight teams, you know, it, it, but Michigan, Alabama's for the national championship, isn't it? Don't we feel that way? Yes. Huh? Yes. And Bill said it uh, this morning, if not for that uh, kindergarten kickball level uh, alliance that the Pac-12, the Big 12, and the ACC had, and, and the Big 10, we'd have that alliance right now, or we'd have that. 12 team playoff 
mm-hmm. but them going together and wanting to have a mm-hmm. little uh, petty powwow, it, it's kept FSU out of the playoffs. It kept Florida State out. Kept Florida State out. Mm-hmm. How'd that work? Uh, and I, the undefeated, I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not a big hanger on. Hey, they won every game. Okay, I mean, not every schedule is the same, right? I would say a one-loss Georgia would be an eight-point favorite over Florida State. I would agree, but Florida State did everything Mm -hmm. that they were asked to do. Right, but they're asked to do it. And, well, so, well, if Liberty goes 13-0, and let's put them in the national championship game. No, Well, they'll be in the playoff next year. uh, Well, they're in a a, a, a New Year's Day six bowl anyway, Liberty is. That's the point is, not every 13-0 and is created equal. I understand what you're saying. But the the committee supposedly put so much emphasis on that, Mm -hmm. you know, and Florida State goes out and does that. I get it. They Mm -hmm. lost their their starting quarterback. So, you know, you can't, you know, that's not up to the committee to say, well, in our mind. It is. Well, I guess it It, is. It is. It shouldn't. Exactly. Let me say, (laughs) let me, let me reword it then. It shouldn't be up to the committee to say, well, you lost your quarterback. You're probably going to get killed. That's, you know, that's that's for Mike Norvell and Florida State to figure out. Yeah, but, but Mike, Mike Norvell, forever. he had two games to really show that he could put a competent offense out mm. there, and he didn't do it. 55 yeah. yards passing against Louisville Yeah, they this looked weekend. awful against Louisville. Yeah, that was, good. That, was, that, was, that was an ugly We're going to get there. It's always that who's the 12th or the 13th team when we're coming up, this, that, who deserves to be in and who doesn't. It's all in the eye test. Yeah, and real, and, and yeah. real quick, I just want to echo your point about Georgia. You're right. They lose one game by three points. The, you know, the two-time defending mm-hmm. national champions. You know, yeah. you, you would have a hard time convincing me this morning that Georgia still isn't one of the four well, best teams in college football. I would football. put Georgia in ahead of Florida State. In my mind, I would have been okay yeah. with that. My thing was like, real quick. My thing was like, either put both Georgia and Alabama in, or leave them both out. Well, you can't but, leave but, the SEC champion out. That's sure, not you a, could. You well, could. You, you can, but you're, <laughs> they're not. Okay, Alabama in a one loss to Texas. By the way, I guarantee you, Alabama. I mean, excuse me, Texas is sitting there. They ought to sit Alabama because if Alabama loses that game, neither one of them are in. Yep. 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 So, all right, a lot to get to, a lot of sound coming out. Uh, we'll get all that, your calls today, 615-844-5600. Are you ready for a touchdown of flavor and excitement? Look no further than Sam's Place and Sam's Sports Grill. The ultimate destination for great food, fantastic drinks, and game-time atmosphere that will have you cheering for more. Sam's is the place for every sports fan and food lover with over 40 TVs at every location. Sam's has a family-friendly atmosphere where everyone can have a blast. From their friendly staff to awesome kids' menu, they've got something for everyone. Online at samsplace.net or samsportsgrill.com or call and find the nearest location to you. At Sam's, the game is always on and the fun never stops. Located at 5410 Murfreesboro Road in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers is one-stop shopping for all your liquor, beer, and wine needs and has been a multiple winner annually in the best of Rutherford County voting for best liquor store and top wine shop. Featuring the lowest prices, the best customer service with unsurpassed knowledge, City Slickers offers the largest craft beer selection in Rutherford and southeastern Davidson counties and has beer on tap at its Growler Filling Station. City Slickers also sells mixers, sodas, snacks, tobacco products, and the Tennessee Lottery, and can place special orders and assist with all your events and even wedding planning. Make sure you follow City Slickers on all their social media or just give them a call at 615-280-7469. That's 615-280-7469. Located in the heart of Laverne, City Slickers. 
Wesley Financial Group is not a law firm. This story is called The Ugly Truth About Timeshare. If you think you've done your family a favor by buying a timeshare, you need my help. Hello, I'm Chuck McDowell, CEO and founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I started helping folks cancel their timeshare. And in the process, started what's now called the timeshare cancellation industry. Timeshare is the only thing that you can buy that you can't tell me how much it's going to cost or when it's going to end. When you buy a timeshare, you give them a blank check to fill out any amount they want for annual maintenance and assessment fees. The crazy thing is, this never ends. Even when you die, your family's now going to be stuck with this burden. Stop the insanity today. Call my office now. If we take you as a client, I guarantee we'll cancel your timeshare or you'll pay nothing. Call for your free information kit. 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. 800-462-3333. Tis the season for all of my favorite treats. Now, where are Grandma's homemade holiday cookies? Hold up. Where are Grandma's cookies? Easy, Joe. Grandma brought something even sweeter this season. <gasps> Your triple fudge brownies? No, Joey. Holiday instant games from the Tennessee Lottery. Made from scratch holiday wins? Grandma, you're a genius. Give the gift of holiday instant games topped with sweet cash prizes. Only from the Tennessee Lottery. Oh, what game-changing fun. Please play responsibly. It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. I believe this franchise right now, unfortunately, is paying for the sins of a lot of bad draft picks and, and bad sign. You can only dodge that for so long. When you think about going back-to-back years with your first-round pick and get nothing, nothing, that's hard. That's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. It's just this. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Go ahead and swipe left. We understand. What are you, Ringo Starr over there? What? Yeah, Tony Thompson. Ah. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Great drummer. 615-844-5600. Hey, uh, the state championship games over the weekend. Pearl Cone. Yes. What was it, 2008? 2008, yes. the last Metro uh, school, uh, Metro National School to win a state championship. Good for Pearl Cone. Undefeated. Yep. Happy for the Firebirds. As a matter of fact, Maurice Fitzgerald, you know, his grandson, uh, you know, Marcus plays for TSU. Good mm-hmm. win for the uh, Tigers over the Governors Saturday night. Yeah. And, uh, but I saw him at the game and he was talking about Pearl Cone because the last time Pearl Cone won the state championship, he won it. You know, he had on that with John Henderson and those teams. Big John. Yep, and, and Ron Slay yeah. and, and his son, Buck Fitzgerald, and yep. all those teams. So, all right. Um, but anyway, congratulations to everybody. Also, um, uh, other mid-state teams, CPA. We, yep. we talked about that on Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, they won. Uh, also, um, Oakland goes down. Yeah, mm, twenty-four to nineteen. Germantown used to look really good. They did uh, as well. But the only public school in Middle Tennessee to win a state championship, Pearl Cone. Uh, the uh, two other state championships for Middle Tennessee, Middle Tennessee Christian and Division Two A, and then CPA. The, those were Thursday, right? Uh, mm-hmm. And two Double A. So hey, even more so, Pearl Cone, the only public Middle Tennessee school. To win a state championship, so happy for fantastic Tony, Tony season. Bernetti. Yep. Yeah, Man. just does it right. Yep, 
And and yep. he'll go play. MB, he beat NBA. He beat CPA mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. He does it right. Yep. All right. 615-844-5600 if you want to give us a call. Tony, what's up, man? Tony. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning, John. Good morning, Tony. Wanted to get in before Eric because I know he's going to give us a rundown. I'm going to last about seven minutes. <laughs> You're on the hey, perhaps Tony, Tony. You're on the clock hey, I'm right too. There with I'm right there with it. <laughs> hey guys, I'm gonna be quick here. Y'all talking on the state championship game? I don't know if y'all. I watched a couple of them, and in one particular game, the referee. I love a lot of these referees. You know, they're just good old country guys. One of them spoke out. It was a penalty that would have been enforced on a team half the distance to the goal. He said, "Well." It'll be half the distance to the goal if they want to take it. (laughs) (laughs) And then another one in the uh, page game, I love this. At the coin toss, referee said, all right, guys, they were playing Knoxville West. We're going to have a good, clean game. We're going to have a sportsmanship game. And if it's something you wouldn't do in your math class, say or do, don't do it on the field tonight. Everybody understand me? <laughs> I love that. Man, that's, I like that. That was good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, we talked about it. Uh, first of all, guys, I won a $250 pot picking the right score of uh, 27 to 24. All right. Well, then so uh, uh, you're, you're buying breakfast. Go, uh, go, go, I, go bring I, us some I food. Do that. I'm on my way to breakfast right now. Maybe I'll stop by. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think the 27 to 24. So, yeah, that's pretty good right there. Um, and, you know, Greg talking about like the Florida State deal on John. Yeah. They want to make a complaint about it. You know, I get up. We all get the picture. We all understand it. But let me just throw this at you. Y'all didn't see this. At the in at halftime, at the end of the first half, in their game the other night with Louisville, between the two schools in a combined first down, they had more combined first downs, I'm sorry, more combined punts than they did first downs. That's unbelievable. Yeah, it was pretty ugly. More, that was an ugly fest. It was really ugly. And as to, to what's his name, to Keo Spike. He said, and I and y'all want to put that team out there, and I'm supposed to watch them on uh, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. He said, I don't want to be watching my team like that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he said that. But, uh, guys, yeah, it was great. Great for Pearl Cone. And uh, last, last thing I want to touch on is, you know, these Titans, it, I've been saying all along they played great at home. But uh, getting the two punts blocked, uh, Pogie, you touched on it a while ago, saying you'd never seen that before. You remember the Alabama game with Auburn where they uh, back, uh, I think it was 1972, 71? No, uh, I, was, I was just a kid then. <laughs> well, I was too, but I've seen it. Nah, I haven't. It was, <laughs> it was a back-to-back block punts. And you Damn. So, well, no, that's 50 years ago. <laughs> if I saw it, I don't remember it. Hey, oh, okay. hey, what about your boy Scotty over there? What's he done, Greg? I hadn't seen this. He's the new head coach at uh, UTEP. Is 
crazy, really. Yep. I have not seen this. Oh, man, you're ripping my heart. Oh, I don't know if breakfast's going to taste as good as it was. Yeah, uh, yep. Uh, name name Brent, that, McFer- and Brent McMurphy has it right now. Yeah, well, that's wow. yeah. Well, there's there's if, if you Google it, it's there's a lot of football scoops got it. Football scoop, by the way, footballscoop.com. They they they're oh, all it. over it because they don't break yeah. it. They just they monitor. Uh, yeah. Um, I, I did not know that, yep. Greg. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, he. You uh, know, we fo- knew he was going to come up for two or three positions. But I really thought the main one was middle. Well, and you know, he's he going to Conference USA. But, yeah, but if you're Scotty, you can't sit there. If, if UTEP's offered and middle hasn't and you're in the in the mix, you got to take what's, you know, what's offered. And, and, and you know, Let UTEP's a good that, program. Yeah. Let me throw this at both of y'all, and I'm going to get off here. Let y'all talk about it. Does Austin P go back after Will Healy, maybe? I think he's too old. For that position, okay. no, I mean that's a joke, right? The mm-hmm. he, oh, okay. Healy and, Bo- and, and Walden were both hired at what age 30, 31. Yeah, Healy's thirty eight. Yeah, yeah. He's too old for that job. It's wow. a joke. Just, Good <laughs> God! Oh, I know it is. I know it is. I'm just thinking that'd be nice if they could do that, though. I did not know it. So yeah, you've thrown a lot of new stuff at me. All right. That's why you're. A, that's why you're a Hall of Famer. No, baby. that Patton a told a hey, Patton told me you surround yourself with good people. Oh, there you go. Uh-huh. And he's a governor. Yeah, he is. He just right. It just popped up everywhere. Yeah, Scotty. Good, good for Scotty. Hey, thank you, Tony. Appreciate it. Thanks, Tony. But good for Scotty. I'm happy for him. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Scotty Walden. You know, I, 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 you know, I support that guy with whatever he does. He does things the right way. He's got the energy. He's got the drive. He's going to have a long, very successful coaching career. There's no doubt about it. Wherever he goes. Yeah, I mean, he was 22 years old. Uh, he was the uh, offensive coordinator at, at the a Division three school in far west Texas, Saul Ross State, S-U-L, at 22 years old. And then he went to, what, East Texas Baptist and mm-hmm. just a, a riser, uh, Southern Miss. Uh, that year, he was the interim head coach yep. at, what, like 29, 30, right? Yeah. 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 So, uh, and, How old and, was he when he got the P job, like 33, 34? No, 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 30. Yeah, that, 30, 30, 31. 31. Yeah, yeah I think he was 31, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. and it's one thing, Gerald Harrison, uh, Austin, PAD, he can find himself a football coach. Uh, Hud, Hud yeah. Smith was a really good hire as well. He didn't make the Healy hire. He wasn't there just yeah. yet, but uh, – yeah. Yeah, Hutz, but that weird that he'd got probably still be there, but there were some things happening. But Walden uh, that participated thirty, in his year, exit. 30 years old. Yeah, mm-hmm. never had a losing season. But I, I think the blueprint is there for a type of hire, a young mm-hmm. offensive yep. uh, coach. It excites the fan base, right? Uh, yeah. at the school. It's, it's that's what you need at that level it's of what football. M- it's what MTSU is looking for, yep. quite frankly. That yeah. you know, although uh, they should hire my friend Herb Hand. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Call him. You got Christmas Sorrow's phone Actually, number. Actually, I don't. Patton does. All right. I'll call him. Patton's got every phone number that we've ever used. I, I told him. I'll, I told him to I'll say call, I'll call Chris you. and just say, hey, Absolutely. you know, mm-hmm. I think you should consider, you know, you should, you should bring Herb Hand in. You, just you, talk to him. Well, then do it. Well, fine. I Quit will. talking about it. Do it. I will. All right. Give him the number. Yeah, give me we'll the get, number, Patton, we'll please. We've got a break. If you wouldn't up. mind, sir. Uh, I'm hearing that possibly in the mix, 
uh, the defensive coordinator at uh, Tennessee, uh, Tim Banks. How about that? It's not the splash, though. He's, what, 50-ish? Yeah. Oh, heck of a coach. I mean, you know. Hmm. Don't know. Not offense either. That, I mean, defensive coaches are great uh, for stability, but sure. I mean, <laughs> I'll yeah. tell you what fans want. Exactly. Points, want points come out of the passing no, I know, game. I know what that Let's program needs. No, yeah. Okay, and I know that city, and I know the Middle Tennessee, they need somebody that's just going to bounce around like a pinball. I think Scotty would have been a, a great hire yeah. for, for Middle Tennessee. Yeah, good for him going. Other to than Herb Hand. Well, you know, okay. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know I don't have somebody I'm pushing? You probably do. You know okay. everybody. Well, I'm and not going to come out. You on the probably air already know it. who's getting hired at MTSU, and you're not saying because you know that's how you are. You're that dude. Not a bad thing, but I'm just saying. I'm just putting it out there on these airwaves that. I believe Middle Tennessee State should at least bring Herb Hand tweet in for an interview. It. Tweet it. I will. Just back it up by your name. I ain't scared. D- tweet it. I ain't scared. Right now. Well, well not right now. No, we'll take a break. We'll take an early break okay. so you can tweet it. Good. I'll retweet it, John. <laughs> All right. I'll Thank retweet you. it. Thank I'll you. say if JB says it's so, it's so. Well, thank you. It only took four years, five years of working with you for you to No, it's that. getting you to shut up about Herb Hand. That's what it is. I agree. I, I think he'd be a great hire. Why? You know, he really probably had some opportunities, hadn't he, over the years, you know, to, to do that. Yeah. Um, how good's Texas? I they, mean, they, they beat they, Alabama's ass. Yeah. They, uh, Ewers threw for, what, 450 yeah. yards against Oklahoma yeah. State. Like 350 in the first half or something like that, man. Yeah. I'm glad Texas is in. I would have, you know. First time they've made it in yep. to the playoff. And how about them leaving the Big 12 as champions? See you, bye. <laughs> a lot of people thought that, you know. Yeah, Sarkeesian did not win a Big 12 Coach of the Year. Uh, yeah. Gundy won it. Of course. Uh, which was one last uh, middle finger. Yeah, 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 they're, yeah. They're not going to give it <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. Sark got the ultimate middle finger. Like, I'm oh, yeah. leaving your conference. With the trophy, bye bye. Well, that's big for them to go into the SEC with some real momentum. And all talk is Quinn Ewers is going to be back for another year. Wow. What that means hey, for Manning, I don't know. But. What are the yeah. do this? Look up real quick. Give me the number. Let's do just do the uh, the semifinal numbers here. Okay, uh, I'm going to go through the bowl thing here a bit later. Um, but and also we're going to have our game. We play every year mm-hmm. where you name this name the mascot, right? No, name the, the city, city, the city, the city of origin. Yeah. yeah, all right. It's like if the I'll tell you, know, you after I, the break. I, and I understand that it's like the. Um, are you going to go? Uh, you calling Herb right now? Oh, 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 Text right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's like John. Hey John, where's the New Orleans Bowl? All right. What do you, <laughs> Shreveport, Louisiana. What do you? Where? Where did he go? He just got up and walked out. All right, let's take a break and go find John. Six one John's finding the John, apparently. Six foot five eight four four fifty six hundred. You enjoy the thrill of gambling, but what happens when it becomes a problem? Whether you want to cut back or quit gambling altogether, the Gambling Clinic has been helping people change their gambling for over two decades. We're here to help, not to judge. The Gambling Clinic is a Tennessee-based clinic offering in-person and telehealth support to help people win back their life. Visit us at thegamblingclinic.com. This project is funded by the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. Your brain is an amazing thing. 
But as you get older, it naturally begins to change, causing a lack of sharpness or even trouble with recall. Thankfully, the breakthrough in Prevagen helps your brain and actually improves memory. The secret is an ingredient originally discovered in jellyfish. Based on a clinical study of subgroups of individuals who are cognitively normal or mildly impaired, Prevagen has been shown to improve memory. A Pharmacy Times National Survey of Pharmacists rated Prevagen the number one pharmacist-recommended memory support brand for the fifth year in a row. You can find it in the vitamin aisle in stores everywhere without a prescription. Help your memory. Try Prevagen today. Prevagen. Healthier brain, better life. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Gas, groceries, utilities, you name it. The price of everything is going up. And if you're stuck in a bad timeshare with rising maintenance fees, the financial burden can be crushing. It is time to get your finances in order and get the real facts about that timeshare that you are stuck in and your options to get rid of it. Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group, has been helping families out of horrible timeshares for over 10 years and has put together a complete timeshare exit information kit that he will send you absolutely free. To date, over 30,000 families have trusted Wesley Financial Group to help them out of financial hardship by getting them out of bad timeshares. Get the facts about how the timeshare industry works and your options for cancellation. Simply call Wesley now for your free timeshare exit kit and see how you can become timeshare free. Call 800-462-3333. That's 800-462-3333. Once again, 800-462-3333. Trusted for creative design and committed to both the function and aesthetics of your smile, Jody Jones Dentistry for 26 years has provided a wide range of general and cosmetic dentistry services along Nashville's Music Row and coming soon to Hermitage and Murfreesboro. The Nashville leader for cosmetic dentistry provides a unique luxury environment for patients who want his famous Hollywood smile. Just ask the country music stars, actors, athletes. Yeah, he was eight years the dentist for the Predators to display his celebrity smile. To learn more, visit JodyJonesDDS.com or call 615-259-5100. The TSU Tigers men's basketball team of fifth-year coach Penny Collins are coming off a top three OVC finish last season and looking for much more this season. Led by preseason all-conference guards Marcus Fitzgerald and Kenyon Hodges, the Tigers face an impressive non-conference schedule that includes Oregon, Lipscomb, Austin P, Indiana State, and Liberty and tip off a league play on December 28th at Gentry Center versus UT Martin. Hello, this is Craig Pogue inviting you to join longtime TSU broadcaster Albert Dawson on all the games this season right here on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, where the only adult in the room just graduated from college. Yeah, congratulations to all those teams that uh, made the uh, New Year's Bowl game, six of them. Yeah. Uh, Only one of them on New Year's Day. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So, uh, because the semifinals are on New Year's Day, correct? Uh, or New Year's Eve? They are on January 1st, okay. uh, you know, which is Monday. Monday. Remember, these, Monday. They, they tried to have them on New Year's Eve night, mm-hmm. and and they didn't get the ratings oh, yeah, no, numbers. Yeah, bad, bad they were idea. so arrogant. They were like, oh, they're going to watch. Yeah. It's like, no, it's New Year's Eve. I'm going out. I'm partying. Uh, you know? Yeah, but now they're Monday, January 1st, which right. is really cool uh, because you got those two games at 5 o'clock, the Rose Bowl, and that. You know, normal time slot on New Year's Day, and and then because 
if it's on Sun, you know, guess what? They're they're it's good they're on New Year's Day, but they're not playing on Sunday when the NFL's playing. It's not happening. Those networks won't let it happen. They don't right. want it to. It'd be, um, it'd be yeah. foolish to do that. But yeah. Alabama, Michigan, you got those numbers here. Yep. I, what do you think? I don't know. You, what do you? You know, I, I mean, I don't. I hadn't seen. Yeah, it. I haven't seen them. Let me think about this for a second. Michigan, well, Alabama. Go I'm gonna go Alabama by three. Uh. Hmm. I don't know if I'm convinced of that. Let me back it around. I'm going to go Michigan by three. Yeah, I'm going to go Michigan minus three and a half. A little bit closer. Wolverines minus one and a half. Wow. Yeah. So basically a pick them. Yeah. Uh, Washington and Texas. I'll go first. I'll go uh, Washington minus three. I'll go minus, I'll go Washington. Yeah. Three and a half. I'm pretty much around there. Washington disrespected yet again. Texas minus four. What is with the disrespect with Washington? I should have bet them to beat Oregon. I knew they were going to beat Oregon. And at best, I knew they were going to cover the nine and a half. That nine and a half spread was That was, that was just that was disrespectful. How dare you disrespect Michael Penix Jr. like that? Did you, yep, go ahead. Did you guys see the uh, video of the uh, Michigan watch party after Alabama was announced as the fourth team? No. Uh, you guys need to. Would they the, go, oh crap? Yeah, Was they it go, an old crapper? They go, Alabama, like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Feel the air go out of the room. Oh, Alabama. <laughs> well, hell, if that's the case, Alabama's already won, man. Well, They're in their heads. Because uh, you know, those are the two best teams remaining, right? Think um, about it. Yeah. All Auburn had to do was stop a fourth and th- goal at the 31 yard line, and we wouldn't be having this conversation. Bill nope. said during his show that he thought Georgia still would have leapfrogged Florida State. I know in I the rankings yeah, now. I agree with that. It doesn't really I agree matter. With that. But, but it's still, yeah. no matter what, Florida State yeah. was yeah, they, num, num, num. And I would have been better okay at that than the current thing because, like I said, George, you know, Georgia runs the table, wins their side of the SEC. They lose, they lose one game by three points, and they're out. And like I said, you got a hard time convincing me they're still not one of the best four teams in America. I still think they're probably the best, quite frankly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you could make that argument, yeah. right? Uh, Iowa Tennessee is the Citrus Bowl game that starts. Um, uh, that's going to have a one o'clock start on New Year's Day. Uh, so we'll, we'll go into Kevin's house, Buell Town. He'll mm-hmm. be. He'll be. He'll have his. Uh, uh, some kind of um, I'm. I'm do. I do a prime rib roast. You know that every. Yes, every I do. News. Iowa Tennessee. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Tennessee. You want me to go first? Yes. Yeah, I know. Uh, Tennessee minus six. I'll say Vols minus nine and a half. Minus seven and a half. Minus okay. seven and a half. So we're in the ballpark. Uh, and then just going through the rest of the SEC teams, December 3rd. Will Iowa score yeah. against UT? Yeah. yeah. Have you seen Tennessee's defense? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Music City Bowl right here. That's 2 o'clock on December 30th. What is that? December 30th is a what? Saturday. Saturday. Two o'clock. That's the ABC game. Good spot. Yeah. Uh, Maryland. I'm so Auburn. glad it's not on a weekday. Maryland Auburn. D. Sorry. <laughs> I'll say. Go, go, I'll say regional. Go. Just the re- somewhat regional advantage. I'll say War Eagle minus a field goal. Yeah, I have I, no I idea. I, yeah, I'll go with that too. What? Pretty good. Minus two and a half. Okay. There you go. What else you got Clemson, there? Clemson, Kentucky, December 29th in the Gator Bowl. That is uh, at 11 o'clock on ESPN. By the way, the Music City Bowl is a 1 o'clock start, I believe. I think I said 2. So, um, anyway, 11 o'clock, Clemson and Kentucky. Uh, 
Go first. In Jacksonville, I'm going to go Clemson minus five. Yeah, I was going to say, give me the Tigers minus six and a half. Seven. Ah, Tigers. Almost nosed it. Oklahoma State, Texas A&M. That's the Texas Bowl, 8 o'clock, uh, December 27th, 8 o'clock on ESPN. Okie State minus eight and a half. I'm going to go Texas A&M maybe by three. Walter Nolan has announced his transfer, but A&M minus four and a half still. Hmm. You weren't even close on that one. That was maybe your worst pick of the year. Well, thank you for uh, <laughs> thank you for letting me know. Thank you, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to disappoint you, no, sir. No, you you were right on it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even gonna do. We're gonna do this in a minute. The uh, famous toastery bowl is Western Kentucky and Old Dominion, one thirty ESPN, December eighteenth. You know, the thing about it is, I love it. You know, there are 43 games left. I'll watch every one of them, just about. If yeah, I you're can. a bull freak. Yeah, well, yeah, what do you, okay, well, if you don't like them, don't watch, right? Yep. Huh? Yep. Yeah, well, yeah, I love, I just, you know, it gives me something to, yeah, I know that I got a game just all the time. Yeah, I like the ball. Or sometimes if you're, yeah, you know, if you're the, doing busy work around the house, it's yeah, nice to have a game well, on to kind of keep you company. You can check in on it once in a while. You know, this the bowls to say they don't they don't mean anything. That's sort of silly. Means everything yeah. to those to those young men playing and those cities that they're playing. Because in. what do we say all the time? For a lot of these young men that are leaving the program, this will be their final organized football game ever in their lives. You know, one more chance, one more day in the sun, one more chance to well, you know put your uniform on and go out and compete. Well, and you get to go spend a week. You get yeah. the host, your host city. Yep. I mean, who wouldn't get treated wanna, like a king? And, who you wouldn't want to spend a week in Montgomery, Alabama? I mean, All right, come we'll on. take a break. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. And now, Tennessee Heat and Air is reminding motorists to slow down on our roadways, keep an eye out for kids at play, and never text and drive. This message is brought to you by Tennessee Heat and Air. For all your residential or commercial heating and air repairs, maintenance, and installations, give the pros a call today at 615-856-3610. 615-856-3610. That's Tennessee Heat and Air. Going the extra mile for safety. They're professionals who care. In Tennessee, 967,430 people struggle with hunger, and 295,570 of them are children. That's one in seven who struggle with hunger, and one in five are children. People who are hungry are not necessarily living on the streets. They may be in your child's classroom, in your neighborhood, or just down the street. In addition, many of these people live in food deserts, which are areas more than 10 miles from the nearest grocery store. Often, there are limited resources to get food, and the only option is fast food or convenience markets. While processed food may help with hunger pangs, it provides little to no nutrition. What began in 2008 as a dream to buy land, grow food, and give it away has recently developed into a way to serve and impact more individuals in the community. God has blessed our mission to be a healthy food source to those in need so much, By Faith Farm had to create a nonprofit to continue meeting the need in the community on a larger scale. Visit ByFaithFarm.com to get involved. That's ByFaithFarm.com. 
cashback is not available on gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin. Susan, it's so great to finally be able to get together again. Oh, it sure is. And I really appreciate you picking up the bill. I'm happy to. I've got the extra cash. Since we've all been driving so much more again, I've been using Upside, the free app that pays you cash back for every gallon of gas you buy. Wait a minute. Are you saying you actually get paid cash when you buy gas with the Upside app? Yes, I get real cash back just for buying the gas I was going to buy anyway. But is it a hassle to use? No, it's super fast and easy, and I can cash out whenever I want. That's a total no-brainer. I'm downloading the free Upside app now. Download the free Upside app now to earn real cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code LIFT for an extra 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's promo code LIFT. You can cash out anytime right to your bank account, to PayPal, or an e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code LIFT for a 25 cents a gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code LIFT. Hmm. This is something I wish I'd known. Many people who live in Tennessee are eligible for help paying for healthy food for pregnant new moms, their babies, and young children, but don't realize it. Family income can be higher than you think. There's a website called TennesseeMeals.com for more information. Assistance for healthy food for expectant moms and young children. This information I need to share. TennesseeMeals.com. Brought to you by the Tennessee Justice Center, the Tennessee Association of Broadcasters, and the Jim Rome Show. There are still things that are triple U, including people who take pictures and then crop them and use them as their biopics. There's got to be another picture of you. You cannot take a picture with somebody else and then X that person out of the picture, crop them out, and leave yourself in, and then have it all off-centered, or maybe have somebody's claw still on your shoulder, or part of their ear still in the picture the jim rome show weekdays from 11 to 2 on nashville sports radio the show with the callers the other shows won't let on the radio the greg pogue and john burton show Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. you want to give us a call please do by the way just let you know i think you've got the email uh, mm-hmm. No later than a week from Friday, December 15th, I'll be a granddad. If uh, if uh, Alice Rose isn't ready to come out by then, she is. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool, yeah. man. I, so, could, so, I couldn't be happier for you. So if you miss me a couple days, you know where I am in the few days even after. So just play it. I'm, I'm one of those, Greg, go there. Okay. Yep. So uh, right. what do I need to do? <laughs> right. Do you have a go bag yet, uh, Greg? Yeah, I carry it with me all the time. Uh, so... Uh, Seriously, I can, I can leave in a minute and not come back uh, and get, just pick up things, toiletries on the way. Come on, uh, we would miss you too much. Hey, I, I would on, too. Greg. What about the Packers last night? Or the Chiefs are a flawed team, aren't they? They, they are. I mean, playmakers on the outside. I they mean, don't have Tyreek Hill. If you, you yeah. know, if you can, if you can slow down Kelsey, you slow down that offense because there's nobody else that Mahomes can rely on. To be honest with you. Darius Tony's a joke. All he does is talk trash and drop footballs. I'm a bitter Giants fan. We drafted him, so, you know, I'm talking smack on him. You know, they got some guys with some talent, but you can't count on him. And a guy like McKinnon not being available last night, that pass-catching running back out of the backfield, that's a nice safety valve for Mahomes that wasn't available. But on the Packers' side of things, that was Jordan Love's coming-out party. Yeah, he looked good. He did. He looked really good. Jordan Love is the, you know, mm-hmm. if you're a Green Bay Packer fan, you know Jordan Love is the guy. You don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, uh, that was the best I've ever seen him play. So kudos to to, to Green Bay. They play my team uh, a week from tonight because, remember, there's going to be two Monday night games. Ah, 
two yeah. blowouts. <laughs> That's right. Giants going to blow out the Packers. Right. Yeah, at least oh, the one. the Packers going to blow out the Giants. They probably are. <laughs> uh, and we, you know, Dolphins. What's that Dolphins, spread? Titans. I Hold mean. On. Do you know? Have you know what I, the, I do not know. I look. Um, go ahead. Dolphins, Titans. I'll say Dolphins minus 11 and a half. I'm going to go eight. Not big enough. 13. Oh, go my gosh. 13. Well, think about it, guys. Oh. Stonehouse definitely isn't playing. I think there's a really good chance because Henry's in protocol. He may not be available, although you do get the extra day and almost two extra days because it's a night game. Do have to travel, so, though. Yeah, that's true. So but, you I know, don't. I would, he bet, would, have to, I would he, bet against Henry. He would have to clear by Friday, yeah, right? Yeah. I'd bet against it. Yeah, oh, Henry. yeah, yeah. And, um, Jeffrey, and, and Jeffrey Simmons with a Simmons. knee injury. So now you're, like I said, your best defensive player, your best offensive player, and your what? best special teams player probably not going to be available, and you're going to Miami. Good luck. And what's your record? Four and eight. What's the point of risking further? You know, I'll, against I, the Super Bowl caliber team. No, I'll, listen, I'll listen to that. I don't think Simmons or there's no need to be out there. I mean, quite frankly, yeah. uh, and especially Henry with a concussion. Is Miami currently the one seed right yep. now? Mm -hmm. Number one seed. Now, the Ravens were off, right? The Ravens had and a bye. No, I don't think anybody has a bye. I believe – uh, uh, I saw as well. Jacksonville controls their destiny. If they win tonight, <laughs> they have the uh, they have the front. As seat. of right now, the wow. Dolphins have the number one C. But if Jacksonville wins tonight, they have it. Yep. I don't think the Ravens did. The Ravens play through. I think the Ravens had the bye. Right? Was this the last weekend of buys, or was I, last yes. weekend? This this week had a, a lot of bye. Week. Oh really? Okay. okay. Yeah. Uh, I didn't yeah. think they'd have it this late. I believe the Ravens yeah, were that idle. Was, yeah, Ravens, Bears, Raiders, Vikings, Bills, and Giants all were idle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 49ers. How Man, about that? That was a butt whipping. They yep. they looked they had Philadelphia like doing like a spin and top. Debo no Samuel idea. talked to talk and he walked oh, to walk. Finally, Philly got exposed a little bit. I mean, that's been coming. They've been weeks. on kind of a high wire all year, right? Yeah. I mean, even though they were 10 and one, I mean, they lost to the jets They're They should have lost to the bills. In my opinion, there are a couple other games there, but yeah, San Francisco that you talk about a statement game. <laughs> that was the San Francisco 49 and the statement now has given Brock Purdy odds on chances uh, to win the MVP. Lord have mercy. How about that? The, um, text, you know, the, um, Three of the four teams in the AFC South are above five hundred, right? The Colts and the Texans are seven and five. Yes, and so and the the Titans are four and eight. Yeah, who would have bringing up the rear? Mm -hmm. Well, Get I used to it. I predicted during the summer that Jacksonville would win uh, this division, and I got a lot of pushback. I'm not buying the Jaguars. Well, and I wasn't buying the Colts and Texans either. Yet here they are. <laughs> You know, the, well, that's both why those, you bought the Jaguars because you thought the Colts and Texans would be bad. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I thought it was going to be a two horse race, you know, in, in this division. Now it's a three horse race, and the Titans aren't one of the horses. But in the night of, uh, for, for the Bengals, an elimination game for them. And they're um, yeah, five I mean, and they're six. all but They done. lose yeah. tonight. They're done. And, you know, Jacksonville yeah. can smell it. I think it was their first Monday night game, period, or first home Monday night game since 2011 tonight. Mm -hmm. One of the two. I heard, you know, I think that I think it might be their first Monday night game period since 2011. And Peyton and Eli will be back. Tonight. That's right. So this could be a showcase game for um, Jacksonville Jaguars. Another hour for John to get Herb Hand hired at MTSU. It's going to happen. Out.
The Israeli military has announced this week it has expanded ground operations into all parts of Gaza. ABC's Tom Sufi Burridge is in Tel Aviv. Israeli missiles striking a residential building in the south this weekend. In video circulating online, hundreds of thousands of Palestinians moving to the south, seeking safety there. Israeli officials promising maximum effort to safeguard the civilian population. UNICEF saying nowhere is safe in Gaza and there are so many young victims. The resumption of fighting has sparked renewed concern about a wider conflict. The Pentagon says a U.S. warship in the Red Sea intercepted and shot down three drones after commercial ships came under attack. The Pentagon blames the Iranian-backed Houthi rebels. The most dire warning yet from the White House on the urgent need for U.S. funding for Ukraine. President Biden's budget director, Shalanda Young, has sent a letter to congressional leaders that says, quote, we are out of money and nearly out of time. This is ABC News. In this market, you'll find Fisher Investments is different than other money managers. Different how? Aren't we all just looking for the hottest stocks? Nope. We use diversified strategies to position our clients' portfolios for their long-term goals. You don't just provide cookie-cutter portfolios? No. We tailor our clients' portfolios to their goals and needs. But you still sell investments that generate high commissions for you, right? No, we don't sell commission-based products. We're a fiduciary, the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. It means we're obligated to act in our clients' best interest. So when do you make more money? Only when your clients make more money? Yep, we have one transparent management fee structured, so we do better when our clients do better. Sounds like you really look out for your clients. We do, because our priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. That might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments. Clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. WNSR. Tease the season at Edwin Watts Golf Shops by Worldwide Golf for holiday specials this year. Featuring the Callaway Paradigm Woods, forged carbon for unparalleled distance and forgiveness. Now up to $100 off. And from Bushnell, the new Tour V6 Series Laser Rangefinders provide you the most accurate distances in golf. There's always gift cards in any amount for the special golfer you're shopping for. Edwin Watts Golf Shops is home with a 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Shop us in store or online at World. WorldWideGolf.com. Bar Lines at the Omni Nashville Hotel downtown is at the heart of Music City. Located within walking distance of the Country Music Hall of Fame, Bar Lines at the Omni is your downtown honky-tonk destination. Watch your team for many seat on their plentiful HD TVs and catch a live show on the Bar Lines stage featuring live music seven days a week. Bar Lines has the ultimate southern comfort food. Get started with classic fried green tomatoes or bourbon barbecue wings. Then it's on to the massive Smashville double stack or the world famous bar lines grinder oh you've never heard of the bar lines grinder two kinds of cheese lettuce dijon smoked turkey smoked bacon smoked ham now that's some smoke you want local brews and local spirits are on tap at bar lines take a seat on the patio outside and soak up the rhythm of music city bar lines at the omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown It's just a few cocktails at happy hour. There aren't any cops around. After every game, we always have a few. It's no big deal. It was just a few drinks. I'm good. Hey, I can hold my liquor. 
I drink and drive all the time. If you put away some drinks, put away your keys. Fans don't let fans drive drunk. Brought to you by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Are you ready to rock, boys and girls? Behold. It's the single greatest thing on earth. Are you listening to me? Welcome back to the Greg Bogue and John Burton Show. Brought to you by the Omni Nashville Hotel. Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Call or text now. We'd love to hear your thoughts. Call us or send us a text on the WNSR text line. 615-844-5600. 615-844-5600. Call or text. Same number. Hold your nose because the bull's about to fly. Ow. Now, here's Greg Vogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. Ow. Hour number two, call, please do, 615-844-5600. Titans yesterday, talk about that, talk about the uh, semifinal pairings, uh, Washington, Texas, and Michigan, Alabama. Who got left out and who didn't, that's fine too. Preds, we hadn't even mentioned the Preds. Preds, um, what, fall four to three to the Rangers, they're good, aren't they? They're, yeah, they get, Rangers the, are good. This is, this is. This is a shot for them, right? This is this is when you want to get live when he first gets there, mm-hmm. because in a couple of years he's going to grade on everybody, and he's going to you know. Did they his... do Laviolette Saturday at the game? I don't think so. I don't think so. Either. Yeah, I'm just messing yeah. with you. But uh, now Lav's yeah. kind of a Lav's kind of a made man after that 2017 Cup run, you know. Yeah, every and what he's done every yeah, no doubt about it. So the rain, he's the perfect place right now for because a yeah. team that's ready to win. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So that's yeah. that's I think that's a, you know that's when you get him when you're ready to win. Mm-hmm. He a lot of times he can get you over the top or at least get you to the final. But then after that, like I said, a couple of years after that, he's gonna wear <laughs> he's gonna wear everybody out, and then he's just like, all right, he's got to go. Yep. But I love Love. I always I was a big Love guy when he was here. Had a really good relationship with him. You know, um, from a media standpoint, I respect the guy to the to the fullest. He's had a long coaching career. Won a Stanley Cup with uh, Carolina, and I hope he does the same for my New York Rangers. Was Lankin in goal Saturday? Because I know they went with Soros last night. Look at that. Uh, because it was 4-3. to three. I know the uh, Rangers scored three goals in a row, but then the Preds turn around and go to Buffalo last night, get a 2-1 to one win. Mm-hmm. Forsberg with his 13th, Trennan with his 5th, and you see uh, with 34 saves, and that's why I was asking, because usually uh, the – the backup, the, so it was. So they flipped it a little bit, huh? Yep. So they went with Lankin and Saturday, and then Soros last night. Yeah, hmm. been a roller coaster, you know, for the uh, for the Preds. You know, they 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 had that losing roller streak, coaster. then the winning streak, and now you know, <laughs> then they lost a couple in a row. And yeah, great song, the Ohio players, Ohio players, great song. By the way, young Pat, so you're old enough. You could go look at the album covers for the Ohio players. Just the album. Just go Google Ohio Players album covers. Mm-hmm. And are we educating this young mm-hmm. man on these? Yes, Honey we are. Honey was one of them. Mm, yes, yes. Was there one Fire? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You see what I'm talking about? I do. I do. Uh, are you feeling me? <laughs> I feel you. Uh, you feeling me? But uh, I will say this, you know, but that's what we're going to come to expect, I think, you know, from this Predators team, right? That kind of roller coaster ride. 
you know, they're going to, you know, they're going to win three in a row. They're going to lose four in a row. And then, you know, that's, that's just how it's going to be. So, but, uh, you know, they're, they're playing gritty, entertaining hockey and, you know, you love the effort. A lot of individual guys are playing well and, you know, we'd like to see the younger guys play a little bit better in the new system. The veterans are thriving. You know, O'Reilly's playing great. Forsberg's playing great. Yossi's Yossi. You know what you're going to get from him. You know, want to see a little bit more from guys like Parson and Phil Tomasino. And it's taken them a little bit longer, to, I think, to kind of adjust to Brunette's system and the new way of doing things. But, you know, all in all, this is a team you don't, you know, they'll give you an honest night's work for an honest night's pay. You know, you go out to watch them, you're going to be entertained whether they win or lose. So uh, I think they got, what, Tampa Bay coming in Thursday, I believe. That's next. They're at Chicago tomorrow night. Oh, are they oh, They got a game tomorrow night? Yeah. Really? Yep, they're at the Blackhawks. Skip that one. I didn't write that one. 7.30. Yep. 7.30 tomorrow 7, night in 7.30 face-off against Connor Bedard, who, by the way, uh, denied the uh, rumors going around about his mom and Corey Perry. Of course he did. Yeah. What's he going to say? The Perry situation was supposedly Perry had some kind of incident with a team official and some kind of altercation. That's what's being loosely reported. But, uh, but it wasn't but, loosely, but, The other part was loosely reported. Oh, yeah. That, yeah. Um, but both Bedard and Perry denied mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Perry had a tryst with Connor Bedard's mother. So. Who's married? Yes. To Connor Bedard's father, I would assume. Uh, the, you know, in a lot of cases, not necessarily. Not necessarily not every not case. Yeah, yeah. All right, 615-844-5600. If you want to give us a call. And now it's time for the NFL Roundup with our guy, Eric. Yeah, that music can only mean one thing. It is time to go around. Football. Well, spit it out. What's up, Eric? Good job. <laughs> hey, guys, it's always it's a pleasure to talk to you. Likewise, uh, get, Eric. How you doing, pal? Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to get to the pro football in a minute. One quick thing about the college football playoff, guys. Mm. I'm kind of not surprised it happened the way it did. I knew somebody was going to spit screw, but I will say this. I thought it was interesting. Some of the points that were brought up this morning, somebody said that there are like five ACC uh, people on the committee, as well as the fact that I didn't know this, that when they wanted to go to the playoffs this year, to the 12-team playoffs, uh, one of the two conferences that voted down was the ACC. I, mean, I just thought that's kind of interesting, but, you know, I, I don't know. Even if we go to 12, the, the 13th team won't be happy, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, but the 13th team probably doesn't have a chance. The fifth team right now is Georgia. Yeah. They, they'd yeah. be favored over everybody left. Yeah, you're probably right, Greg. You're no, probably I am right. absolutely right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you're absolutely right, right Greg. <laughs> but but we've got interesting bowl games. I figured I'm not surprised it had Georgia and Florida State matched up in the Orange Bowl. But you know, but some some pretty interesting bowl matches. But guys, as far as the pro football, first of all, the San Francisco Philadelphia game. I'm not surprised Philadelphia lost. Now, did I think they were going to lose 42 to 19? The San Francisco was going to score six straight touchdowns? No. But I just figured the law of averages was finally going to catch up with uh, Philly. They'd won so many close games. And I just think after the last two games, the Monday night game against Kansas City and the overtime game against Buffalo, where they had to come back and win, it took a lot out of them. And it showed. I thought they were either going to lose to San Francisco or Dallas, one or the other. And it wouldn't surprise if they lose to both. But I still think the Eagles are going to probably win the division because Dallas' schedule is a lot more brutal than Philadelphia's. I think Dallas is better than Philly right now, myself. You know what? You can make that argument. And as far as San Francisco is concerned, they prove, A, that we're not scared of you, and B, 
We yeah, have yeah. no problem coming back to Philly for an NFC Championship game and beating your ass yeah. again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the interesting thing is there's some upcoming games. Interesting, because I know Christmas night, uh, uh, San Francisco hosts Baltimore. That's going to be a big game on Christmas night. Uh, and I, I think after, uh, I guess it's Dallas and uh, C- Seattle, Philly has two against the Giants in Arizona. So <laughs> that's why I think it, the schedule kind of favors them because Dallas, after they play Philly, has to go to Buffalo, has to go to Miami. Then they host Detroit, and then they play uh, at uh, Washington. So that's why I think Philadelphia is probably going to be favored to uh, win uh and no matter the, the record, Washington always gives Dallas a hard time, just like the Giants yeah, always yeah. give Washington a hard time. It's weird how that works. Yeah, yeah. Although Dallas didn't get, get a hard time for Washington uh, Thanksgiving Day, but definitely at Washington uh, last fixed. year, Dallas lost to them. So. And then last week, guys, the Titans. Guys, what can you say about this team? It just seems like to me they the curse. They are. Like, yeah, it's everything that will go wrong, can go wrong, will go wrong. It was just like, the penalty after they scored the touchdown Oakland drive for Taunton, where the guy I guess said something to the bench and the referee was right there and flagged him. Yeah, who was that? Kayvon bomb. Wallace. Yeah, 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 yeah. He made a nice tackle I, and then he kind of pointed yeah. and jawed to the to the uh, Colts bench and he got dinged for yeah, a sportsman yeah. like that. What contact. is this? High schools? Come on, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we get a touchdown call back on a holding put call and wound up having the punt. That hurt. Uh, the four straight drives where they had, uh, I guess, uh, three and out. The Block punts, miss extra point. It's just on and on and on. The two near interceptions, where if we got the second one, we could have won the game. But uh, and I don't want to get on the refs. I mean, some of those penalties probably were legitimate, but they missed some calls. Like I guess when Derek Kimmel went out the helmet, the helmet. When uh, the guy that tried to intercept the ball uh, late in the ball game, uh, the quarterback Minshew, I grabbed him by his face mask, and that was missed. The obvious pass interference where DeAndre Hopkins was interfered with in the end zone. It's just. And it's just all over the league. How about that play by Danico Autry at the end of the game yeah. that he almost made? Wow. Yeah. What a finish yeah, that yeah, would have been. Yeah, yeah. But the officiating in yeah. general has just been bad because Kansas City got screwed last night, guys. But, guys, don't get off and let you get some other right, calls. Y'all take care. All right. Thanks, Eric. All right, 615-844-5600 if you want to give us a call. The uh, Titans yesterday. What else we have left over over there from the world of Vrabel? We actually got it all. We haven't got to it yet. Oh, okay. so, uh, all right. Plenty of Mike Vrabel all right, to get to. All right, the punch. Uh, what, what happened? Uh, let's go right into that, and then after that, we'll... Well, you uh, let's play that in the Ackerman right back-to-back. We'll back. do. All right. Uh, what, what was that? The block punts? Yeah. Well, I mean, it just execution on one, and, you know, I think they made a really good play and timed up the, you know, the motion and, you know, was able to get in there on the second one. You know, first one, they... Four guys overloaded, and you know we got to get some depth. And you know, again, from the picture, you know, I would say that Stoney's got to, you know, be able to take it, you know, and help us out. I don't know that to be sure. I know that we're angled off into the overload, and um, you know, you can't have punts blocked and think that you're going to win games, and you know all the other things, and you know, punt and give credit to the defense going out there and playing and getting stops, and yeah, you know, ask the guys to fight at the beginning of the week, and. That's exactly what they did. It was unfortunate that, you know, they just made one more play than we did. I don't know what culpability means, but we have to be better. Uh, starts with me um, making sure that everything that we do is, is sound and, um, you know, there's a level of, of execution. And then, you know, obviously, you know, be able to identify whether, 
you know, we've got uh, you know, scheme issues or we have to um, move some guys around or, you know, make some minor adjustments. I mean, it was just, and that's the case in all three phases. After you, what goes to the coordinator? It all, it all is on me. It, it all, it starts with me. And, you know, again, when we lose, it's, it's you know, you put it on me. Obviously, that's not good enough. Um, we, we know we have to be able to protect our punters, our kickers, uh, our quarterbacks. So, you know, we just lose games by, by having those things happen. He's not going to fire him in season unless he's told to. Okay? I would agree with that. I think you're right. I, I just don't think he's going to pull the trigger on anybody right now. And if he does, it's because... Miss Amy told him to, mm-hmm. or I don't think Rand can tell him to without Miss Amy. So I don't think that's happening. I, does it happen at the end of the year? Pro- oh yeah. I, I'd bet on it. I, I would like to, I Rabel has been known to maybe scold a player or two when it's necessary. Uh, I think back to maybe his injury comment to Fulton and David long last year, right? About a little accountability for old uh, Craig Ackerman, who seems to screw it up in any chance. I mean, I, Guy's been here for – he might be the longest-tenured Titan at this point, Craig Ackerman. Right. And but Vrabel's not going to come out in a press conference and admonish his special teams coach. Or any coach. By name. Or you know what I mean? Just say uh, That's bad form. You can't do that, Patton. I know, but at least we, we, we need to do a little better on that side. I, I haven't I haven't heard that much from uh, from Mike. I no. just hear we. We is mm. we. We all need to be better. I, well, how about the special teams <laughs> who seems to keep coughing it up every time for you? I understand. I I definitely understand what you're saying. No, I know. You know. Well, what do you think about Levis? We're always talking about Levis. I, I like I like Levis, uh, and uh, so does uh, Mike Vrabel. That he competes his ass off, and just like most everybody else, but you know, you see him finishing and going to cause a fumble, and all the things that you, um, you, you you preach and you talk about finishing longer than the guy with the ball and somebody made a mistake and, you know, Will went and, and made up for it or they had a positive play. And, uh, you know, we got a lot of guys like that. And, uh, you know, so something to rally around and build around. I agree 100%. You know, I by and large, I've liked what I've seen from Levis. He hasn't been great, you know. He wasn't great yesterday. But he's not making that big, colossal mistake. Now, you know, I was, Steve and I were driving to the stadium yesterday, and we were talking about it. And, like, we haven't really seen that clunker from him yet. No, he's played better. He's played, you know, you know, he wasn't great in the Pittsburgh game, but he was okay. He wasn't great yesterday. But the stuff he talked about, you know, the helicopter flip and signaling the first down and not giving up after the fumble and causing, you know, the causing the fumble and recovering it and getting the ball right back to the offense and, you know, having the, you know, what's to, you know, scream at a vested veteran like DeAndre Hopkins, um, you know, the way he handles himself, you know, talking and owning up to you talk about, you know, accountability. He's, he's done it better than probably any Titan I've seen this year. And so I think there's definitely something to build on there. And now that clunker is coming probably before the end of the year, we're going to see a three interception clunker. I because think, he's a yeah. rookie, and that's yeah. what happens, right? I, I think Miami's going to be hard. Yeah, for him. he's he's yeah he's in for a long night. Well, you're going to have to try to catch up. Right? Yeah, yeah, playing from I, behind. Yeah. I think what do you do? Yeah, I yeah. think he's going to be in for a long night a week from tonight. But I I am confident that he'll he'll own it. He'll hey, you know what? 
I made a mistake here. I made a mistake there. You talk about, he talks about specifically, Hey, I had, you know, I missed uh, Deandre a couple of times, you know, a couple of times I should have, you know, um, read my progression better. Should have took my check down, made a better decision here, better decision there. So that, what does that tell you? What does that tell me? It tells me he's coachable. You can get that guy in the film room. And if you got to, you know, melt the paint off the walls and say, what the hell were you thinking on this play? He can take it. He's not going to get butt hurt about it. And he's going to come back and say, all right, I'm going to get this right. And we all know he has the physical tools. There's no question. And and I think, and we can debate whether it's personnel or whether it's coaching system. I think in this offense, it it's rare you're ever going to have a great quarterback performance. I think it is just so reliant on that run game. I, I think it's hard for a quarterback to look great in this system. Mm-hmm. I, I I look at I look a lot at what CJ Stroud is doing and granted he is playing lights out right now and making very little mistakes if ever mm-hmm. uh, in games but mm-hmm. I look at what they're doing with him and I'm thinking uh, <laughs> but tears are coming to my eyes watching what they're doing with a rookie quarterback setting him up for success now granted they can do it because they have the best left tackle I think in football right now, Laramie Tunsil who's playing right. lights out. Right. I I just think there's systems where you can help your quarterback out I don't think this system is going to make a quarterback look elite in most games. No, it's still grounded. Uh, it's still grounded, right? It's yeah. still got to run the football with that. And I think Henry will be back next year, as a matter of fact, because I think that makes it easier on Levis. But you look at the numbers, and he's gone three straight games without an interception, uh, 1,266 yards, um, seven touchdowns, two interceptions. He's only completing 57% of the passes. That needs to get up to what? In the 65 high, to, high 60s. Yeah, 65 to 70 range mm-hmm. for sure. Um he's been sacked 19 times already. Tannehill been sacked 19 times, but his overall rating has been 86. So if you just go by the the numbers, I mean, he's you know, Tannehill threw two touchdowns and six interceptions. Well, he's already doing a good job of learning how to manage a game, and now you got to get him some weapons. By the way, we haven't talked about this. Traylon Burks was back. What did he get? One target, and he dropped it. Who that? Who he played for? He didn't really drop. It was a, it was a low pass. Yeah, but yeah. All right. We'll continue the Titans discussion coming up. Teresa Walker from the Associated Press. Jackson Boone Racing. The youngest driver at age 19 to win the coveted Pro Late Model Series Championship at Nashville Fairground Speedway. Jackson Boone Racing. A local kid and Page High graduate who's been winning races since he was eight years old. Jackson Boone Racing. Come join Red Street Records and Roy's Meat Service along with the Boone Group, a market leader for your home financing needs. In supporting this rising star, visit JacksonBooneRacing.com to see how you can be a part of the journey and join us running up front. Jackson Boone Racing. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to hymns.com slash joy. Through Hymns, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the name brands at up to 95% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but for 95% less. It's the same medication, still prescribed by a licensed medical provider, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. 
To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, hymns.com slash joy. That's hymns.com slash joy for your free online visit, himscom slash J-O-Y. Want even more excitement on game day? It's time to get on Prize Picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you could win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks. And with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, Prize Picks is the place to play this season. Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Sweat it out, watch your entry update in real time, and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. Take your game day experience to the next level with prize picks. And right now, you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime. Prize picks is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. Prize picks, daily fantasy sports made easy. Must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for more details. Do you want to work at the OG of Hot Chicken, Princess Hot Chicken Tanker, Outlet Mall, 4060 Cane Ridge Parkway, Suite 102 in Antioch? Princess is looking for fun, energetic, and friendly smiling faces as food runners and cashiers. They're also looking to create an amazing culinary team to carry on the Princess tradition. Interested in working in a great environment with great hourly wages? Submit a resume to Princess Hot Chicken AFH at gmail.com or fill out an application on the Princess Hot Chicken website. That's princesshotchicken.com. PrincessHotChicken.com. This is the Grant Fogue and John Burton Show. Derek Henry's next. Yeah, I think this is the first of uh, several moves. I, I, I do. Yeah. I think the Titans realize where they are. I think it's a reality check, and I think there could be more moves. I really do. You wake up one morning, you realize it's time to do some different things here. I think that's what it is, so I don't think they're done dealing. Greg Fogue and News Channel 5's John Burton. WNSR. Nashville Sports Radio. The show played on a loop at Guantanamo Bay. The Greg Pogan, John Burton Show. Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studio. Pan Cook, John Burton, Greg Pogue, Teresa Walker, at Teresa M. Walker on Twitter X, Associated Press. Hello, Teresa. How you doing? What's up, T? I'm doing pretty good considering I saw something yesterday that, you know, I've been watching the NFL since the 70s. I've covered Vanderbilt football for 32 years, uh, and I hadn't seen what I saw yesterday. I'll just say that. A lot on the consecutive block punts. Well, the block punts, the, 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 pick, the pick two by Amani Hooker. <laughs> Three. I mean, take your pick. I mean, a quarterback fumbling the ball and recovering the ball. Uh, you know, how many times have we seen uh, illegal contact defensive pass interference called on the Titans defensive backs? And yet when uh, I think it was Nick Cross had his hands all around, never looks for the ball on DeAndre Hopkins, you know, no call whatsoever. And, and you know, one reason why DeAndre Hopkins was, you know, talking really loudly to an official after they threw the one illegal contact of the game, well, as Mike Rabel pointed out, what, 80, 90 minutes into the game on that, that final drive in overtime to wipe out a sack by Kyle Pecco? I mean, it's like uh, I, I don't know what officiating is these days in the NFL. And then we watched what happened last night in Green Bay, 
and I'm, I'm, I'm even more confused than ever. Uh, guys, I don't know about you, but uh, it, it, it might be time for the NFL to, to consider going to full-time officials. What do you think? Yeah, and how about the official in the uh, in the in the uh, Rams Browns game where he said the receiver got one butt cheek in in bounds? It's a catch. <laughs> and then he took a shot at Stefanski after he challenged the catch. And he was like, after review, the receiver clearly had both feet in bounds. I mean, it's just I don't know. What, yeah, you're right. I don't know what's going on with the officials these days. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, when everybody is you know uh, aligned with the officiating. You know, and and then you had in the the Niners Eagles game, uh, you know, a guy getting you know taken out of the game. You know, yes, he kind of swiped at the head of of the Eagles security team's nose, and then he they both get tossed. I mean, you know, maybe tell the head of because it was the head of security for the Eagles, not just the you know somebody working for a security company on the sideline. I mean, you know, it, it's just yesterday was cray cray. And uh, for Titan fans, uh, uh, and for Mike Rabel particularly, there's a lot of questions about special teams because that's another game where special teams literally cost you 11 points. Uh, well, Got your punter off killed of the, off of the and punt. done for the season. Got, oh, I mean, if you watch that replay or you saw it live there, that injury uh, on Ryan Stonehouse, I'm still sick having watched that. So hopefully his, you know, he's young. Hopefully his knees and leg bends a little bit more than my would. Mm. But, uh, yeah, he was seen on crutches after the game with his leg in a brace. Never a good sign. Um, you know, there's reports from folks that, you know, Jeffrey Simmons' knee isn't that bad. But, you know, we've seen when guys have concussions, you know, they usually skip a game under Mike Vrabel. So, you know, Derrick Henry was pulled uh, about 10:30 or so in the fourth quarter. Uh, after you know what, you know, I haven't seen the replay, but people who have said it would look to be a head-to-head uh, contact by the defender. Uh, so, you know, which did not get a call. I mean, how many times do we see the defense jump offside, and yet it was called on the Titans? And I'm sorry, I saw the defense jump. You can't. Defenders are not allowed to to move. And get off, you know, offensive linemen to move, and then get the false, you know, get false start on the offense. I mean, I just, it's like, just, it felt like left was right, up was down. It felt like opposite day in Seinfeld world yesterday. Yeah, but T, the, you know, the officials had nothing to do with the offense after scoring 17 points. You know, four straight three and outs, allowing you know Indy to stay in that game. Yeah. They had know, every opportunity they to win it. They could have yeah. ran away and hidden that game if the offense had been a little bit better. And, and and here's the thing, guys. On the other side of that, if not for the defense, you know who also also is kicking themselves. Uh, you know who had five trips inside the ten, not just the red zone, inside the ten, had first and goal five times. Uh, now, granted, they scored a touchdown in overtime, but they were held to three field goals and a fumble by the Titans' defense. Uh, in regulation, and that's what makes the, 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 the inability of the offense to, to, to stay on the field, one clock. I mean, now Levis in, in the offense, they, they go down and get a touchdown, take the lead. Well, we thought they were going to take the lead, and then the extra point was missed. Uh, and then they drive in overtime and, and get the go-ahead field goal, uh, even in overtime. So, you know, when it was crunch time, the offense did show up. 
they've got to figure out what in the world is going on when they just get suddenly go into hibernation. I mean, it's like a bear. It's like, I'm, I'm in my cave. I'm just not going to come back out here. And they still ended up dom- dominating time of possession. They had more yards. They also had more penalty yards. Um, and that part, I'm still, you know, I think there's probably some shared blame to the fact that the Titans have, are playing a lot of rookies, a lot of undrafted free agents. You know, the talent on this team is, is not, among the best in the league, let's say, you know, put it kindly, but it's like there was just, you know, when you've got a 17 to seven lead and, and, you know, DeAndre Hawkins had gotten the call and they'd gotten first and goal, uh, which they should have had off of the penalty that was not called on him in the end zone. Um, then that would have been a, you know, four more points. Hmm, they lost by three. So, I mean, that's how tight yesterday's game was. And yet any of those things happen and go a different way then we're talking about a Titans team that is five and seven, getting ready to go on the road to Miami and having a little bit of hope. Uh, today, they're a little bit closer to the top of the draft order than playoff hopes. Well, the offense, 28 points. That's a, a bonanza, season high. First down, season high. First down's rushing, season high. You know, rushing yards, season high. Time of possession, season high. Defense did its job, uh, 21 21- percent conversion rate for the Colts offense on third down you talk about the five red zones so this team lost that game because of special teams so how does Craig Ackerman still have a job this morning yeah, it's a good question uh Greg because I mean I think we all like Craig but you know you add this on top of you know not making it incredibly clear to Kyle Phillips in London don't go near that ball on the punt right before halftime. You gave the, the Ravens three free points. I mean, you know, Mike Vrabel, you know, yesterday and after the game in London, you know, took the blame as the head coach. But, you know, at a certain point, Craig Ackerman has to, you know, you know, he's working with a bunch of new guys as well. But, you know, he's the guy who, you know, probably as soon as Stonehouse is knocked out of the game, you know, he he probably should have had Morgan Cox and Ryan Tannehill working on snaps on the sideline, right? I'm just saying. I mean, you know, what is what is going on there? That you know, those are some mistakes that you have to correct. You know, the the, the Colts said after the game they saw these things on film, and you know, you can't have two guys in motion on a punt, and the gunner on the left side went in motion. You know, that kind of froze Colton Dowell who, you know, his guy is the one who broke off and timed that perfectly. And, you know, when I finally saw a a decent replay, yeah, he got his hand on the ball and then absolutely destroyed Ryan Stonehouse's left leg. So uh, I'm still not sure what roughing the punter is anymore as well. So it's like... Well, it wasn't uh, a punt. It was a fumble. Yeah. Yeah, he beat... Well, I know, because he got his hand on it. And And yeah, once he touched the ball, all bets are off in terms of contact with the punter. Until he... Foot to yeah, he that was not roughing. That was just a good play. I mean, yeah. I know, I know. It just, but it's it's like guys. And as we say that, and I'm somebody who had I once was an intramural a uh, rules official who had to pass a test to 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 officiate intramural games in college. So it's like I I I've read the rules and I pay close attention when they do these emphasis in the NFL and such. But it's like I have seen that called roughing in other games. Let's be honest. Well, it wasn't, so it was just a good play. Teresa Walker with us, uh, you know, with the Associated Press, that's Teresa Walker as well. So where do you play the rest of the game? You're 4-8, and eight, you're out of it. I mean, let's just be real with it. How does it play out? You keep 
the, the quite frankly, the offensive line, I think they had a passing grade yesterday. Yeah, I thought, I thought running that was, the ball. That I might mean, have been their best game of the well, year. Yeah, I mean, Henry had 102. Spears had 75 running it. Uh, first time in a while they've had two of that many. Uh, so what do they do the rest of the way? Well, it, it's honestly what they've been doing the last few games. I mean, the idea that they could be in contention, you know, that, that, was, that was something that, you know, maybe if everything falls apart, maybe you get lucky. Um, but what this is is, you know, finding out what we're seeing out of Will Levis. Can he be your quarterback moving into the future? And so far, uh, I, I'm thinking the grade is yes. Uh, you, you, you're grading the young talent that you're playing, okay? They, they've been playing. They've had more rookies take offensive snaps than any other team in the NFL since Will Levis went into the starting lineup. Guys, he's even had more snaps than Peter Skoransky because in the Pittsburgh game, Skoransky went out of that game for a couple snaps. So you see what you've got in Will Levis. Skoransky is uh, uh, Jalen Duncan, a guy who could be your left tackle and save you having to focus on that spot next year in the draft. Uh, you know, see what these young guys can do and, and see who improves, who, who takes steps back. Uh, and, and engage what you've got so that you know what you have to do next year with the most cap space in the NFL and in the draft, which holes do you have to fill. And, yeah, try to win as many games as you can down the stretch because, guys, I, you know, you don't want bad habits to set in and losing can become a habit if you're not careful. So, you know, the, you know and, and I know that everyone gets sick of hearing the coaching cliche of trying to prepare better, trying to do better, and trying to win, but that is kind of what they need to do to see which guys actually do improve, who are responding to the coaching, and who you're just simply not getting through to, and who has to go this offseason so that you can make this roster better next year when you've got the, all the weapons and all the stock and draft money, you, all the money you name, all the resources possible to redo this roster this next offseason. Yeah, Monty Hilker said it best in the locker room after the game when he told me, he said, listen, you know, if you're not going to go out there and, and show effort these last uh, several games, they're going to find somebody who will, you know. And, and Bullock mm -hmm. said last night on the show, you're playing for the emblem on the side of your helmet and the name on the back of your jersey at this point, you know, because, uh, I mean, could they get hot and win out and get some help? I guess they could, but it's it's highly unlikely. Uh, switch gears a little bit, T. We're talking with Teresa Walker from the Associated Press. Uh, college football playoff committee, did they get it right? Did Florida Or did Florida State get screwed? What say you? Uh, hey, it, this is a system we're under. And sorry, but uh, Florida State's not the first team to have a late injury and have it cost them. And guess what? Georgia and Florida State pitted against each other. I mean, couldn't we call that kind of like, a, you know, uh, uh, the, the top teams five and six in this situation since they're playing off against each other? I mean, you know, that's the problem. The, the, the FBS level, because of the insistence on keeping bowl games as part of this package, keeps the system such that we, it's the only division and the only part of the sports in college that don't have a playoff. And, you know, we're going to have a variance of that starting next year. But it's, it's you know, this is what we're stuck with. And if people didn't think somebody was going to get left out, uh, left wanting with a big complaint, and, yes, I saw the statement from the FSU coach, 
I saw I saw that wonderful screen grab of uh, Kirby Smart and Mike Norvell, uh, neither of whom looked like they wanted to be talking about that game uh, and, and, and facing off against each other and being left on the outside looking in. But that's that's where we're at. I mean, nobody's been happy for you know for forever under the systems we've had because they don't settle it truly on the field and there's going to be the expansion and yeah there's going to be people complaining hey we need more teams there's always i mean they're trying to add more teams in the ncaa basketball tournament as if 68 weren't enough there so everybody wants a chance and you know of course somebody was always going to be unhappy and you know I feel for the quarterback for Florida State who said maybe I should have broken my leg earlier in the season. <laughs> I mean, like, what, dude, no, it's not your fault. It's the system. Well, you know, next year we won't have to worry about it, like you said. Well, and i tell you what, though, they're probably the number 12 team in the country is going to be awful. Okay? Yep. Oh, Let's yeah. just call it like it is. Oh, yeah. We'll have no business being in there. Right. Uh, and, and so, yeah, we'll see. Teresa, thank you. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank right. you. Thanks, Walker. Yeah, I mean, we get down to really every year. Right now, there's only about five or six teams capable of winning a national championship. In basketball, that's not so much so anymore. There's probably 15 or 20. Look at the teams that go to the Final Four every year you don't expect. Well, exactly. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, you, you know you've, you've watched a lot of basketball in your day, and basketball is more about matchups, right? You know, like I said, you know, in a tournament like the NCAA tournament, men's basketball tournament, women's basketball tournament too, you're you're one half of a half of bad shooting away from being eliminated. It's all about matchups and you know how you adjust, and you don't have a lot of time to prepare for the teams you're playing, and most of which you haven't really seen. All right, we're wide open to the top of the hour. I want to call? Please do 615-844-5600. Fill the halls with shouts of winning. Fa la 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 Bob's Steak and Chop House, located in the Omni Nashville Hotel, is a nationally renowned steakhouse specializing in the finest corn-fed Midwestern prime beef. The menu formula is simple. Incredible meat, gigantic shrimp, fabulous salads, and decadent desserts. Start your experience at Bob's with the fried calamari or fresh scallops seared in Texas burnt honey. All the beef at Bob's Steak and Chop House are USDA prime cuts from the traditional fillet of tenderloin and ribeye to the adventurous Kansas City bone-in strip. They even have two different surf and turf options. And if you're looking for the other white meat, Bob Steak and Chop House serves a dry-aged pork tomahawk with homemade applesauce. Fresh seafood is on the menu from salmon to scampi and even fresh lobster tail. For reservations, give them a call or log on to the Omni Nashville Hotel website. Bob Steak and Chop House at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Michael Fabiano here, and if you want even more excitement on game day, it's time to get on prize picks, the best way to win big on fantasy sports. Here's how it works. Just pick two to six players and choose more or less on their stats. If you get them right, you can win up to 25 times your cash. It's quick and easy to make your picks, and with fast and safe deposits and withdrawals, prize picks is the place to play this season. 
Prize Picks has awesome weekly promotions, and they're the only daily fantasy platform with an injury insurance policy, keeping you in the game even if one of your players goes down. Watch your entry update in real time and continue the fun by making picks on second half and fourth quarter stats. And right now, when you go to prizepicks.com slash primetime and use code primetime, PrizePix is matching your first deposit up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash primetime with code primetime for a 100% deposit match. PrizePix, daily fantasy sports made easy, must be present in certain states. Visit prizepicks.com for details. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. It's a Bill King show. We created a rule decades ago on the show. Weddings, things of that nature during the playing portion do not get consideration. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Weddings are meant for the spring. They do not get consideration during the playing portion of the season. That's just the way we work it around here. That's the way we play it around here. Weekday mornings beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. The show with the callers the other shows won't let on the radio. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show. Six one five eight four four fifty six hundred. Give us a call. You was talking to Teresa Walker and also our GM Ted Johnson. We were talking about um, was it um, roughing the punter. The t- when uh, Stonehouse got hit. Yeah, Eric, never, Eric in yeah. Columbia DM me. He said, I agree with T. It should have been a personal foul. No, it's not a personal foul. He wasn't in the act of punting. He right. Was, he, was a, he, just, he was a ball carrier at that time. And once you make contact with the ball, Stonehouse is fair game. Now, I feel terrible that he got hurt, but that's not a penalty. No, it's not because it, he it's was a, not it's, in it's the act of It's an unfortunate thing. It was, be- you know... You want to blame anybody? Blame you know Josh Wiley for not yeah. recognizing. Well, let me ask you this: uh, I mean, he he it wasn't rough to the punter because he was not a punter yet because right. he wasn't in the act. He was of a ball punting. carrier. Yeah. So so he's a ball carrier that fumbled the ball. Well, yeah, what it, if he just takes off and runs with it? Right. That's just, you know he's no, fair he, game. Yes, he's he a was, runner. He he was. You a can smack runner. the the, right. the crap out of him. Now, you know he was not in the act of punting, so he was a you know. I understand what everybody's saying. He's a punter that got roughed, but he was not in the act of punting when he got roughed. And then if you make contact with the ball on a block and, you know, you take out the punter, that's mm-hmm. not a penalty yep. either. Nope, 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 not at all. So, so I, that one, yeah, I, I didn't have a problem with that one. I had a problem with the fact that that guy beat the ball back there. Right. Like, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, yeah, exactly. So, and I, I don't know, I... I understand there were some questionable calls in that game, but I thought there were questionable calls calls that went both ways. Yeah, and you had every chance to win it. Right, you had every chance to win right. it, and you get your punter killed. And then you know Tannehill out there. You know, let me ask you this: I, I heard that Tannehill had not practiced holding for several weeks. That's inexcusable. Well, yeah, it is because you're the special teams coach. You have mm-hmm. a two deep depth chart, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. On every one of the, your long snapper, who's your backup? Okay, when's mm-hmm. the last time he practiced snapping? Mm-hmm. All right, your holder, who's your backup? 
And he should be practicing them even more now that he's not the starting quarterback yeah. anymore. What's he doing at practice? <laughs> Running the scout team, well, bro. He's not, he's not practicing holding. Well, Willis is probably doing that. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's no excuse for that. That's, you know, and like you said, we we like Craig Ackerman, but that's that's I don't know him. I don't know him to like him. Uh, he's he's a very likable guy. guy. Yeah, good guy. really good dude. Really good well, dude. Then they should you know. be able to get a job interview somewhere yeah, else I mean, pretty easily. But that's negligence on his part, mm -hmm. you know. And I mean, you know, Folk was on the sidelines trying to, you know, give Tannehill a crash course on how he likes the ball well, placement they, they when he gets. They did it on the, the field goal attempt. Yeah. yeah, they did it. But just what was that, a 43 yarder? That wasn't exactly a gimme. You know, I was what about forty three yards. But that that field goal the whole game. You have the one. You don't. You play everything differently. Well, yeah. If you have a one point lead, yeah, it's, yeah. In Stonehouse, he got knocked out pretty late into the game. What's, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. There should have been plenty of time for Tannehill and uh, <laughs> Nick Folk to be able to get on the same page on kickoffs. Mm -hmm. I mean, on place um, on, on place kicks. You mean? Yes. I mean place kicks. Yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, folks said after the game, yeah, he was trying to work with Ryan on the sidelines, like he said, and leading you know, up to the extra point. Yeah, I, uh, I don't think they did, did they? I don't know. No, I but think, like I on think the sidelines, I guess after the extra point, you can try it out. Plenty of room over there. Yeah. Well, they. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. As soon as Stoney got taken out, they should have been right. It was yeah. Pretty apparent he wasn't coming back to do do any holds. So did they take <laughs> any practice snaps before the extra point kick? I saw them working over there, but uh, after I've, that, yes, but not, but they didn't show it before. I don't know. I don't I'm not. Know. I'm not aware yeah, that they I did don't. before. I'm not saying that they they didn't. But. I'm sure they did, but there was. I mean, there must have been 30 minutes from uh, by the time Stonehouse got injured to when they had that extra point happen. Right, and if you're Ackerman, you got to be able to say, "Hey, Ryan, you know, get with Nick. Yeah, you know, work on holds." And like I said, Nick after the game. You know, he said, yeah, I was working with Ryan on the side, you know, just trying to give him some some tips and, you know, a certain way I like to do things or whatever. And they said, well. Well, they should already know that. Okay. But I'm just right. I'm just telling yeah. you what Nick said. Mm, oh, and, I know. And, and Nick said something to the effect. He was asked, you know, well, you know, was something that, you know, you guys talked about, did that not happen on the extra point? And Nick started to answer and he said, yeah, it's. He goes, it's really complicated. He, he goes, I just need to make the kick. So obviously Ryan did did not do something that, you know, or did something that Nick didn't want him to do on that extra point, I guess is what I'm trying to well, say. Well, and and I'm sorry, Mike Vrabel, but that's also on the Kyle Phillips been sent out. The head coach has got to say, get the get him the hell off the field. We don't need him out there. And, and for Mike Vrabel, I mean, surely he has to have known, I, I don't know, <laughs> for Tannehill not to have a couple of snaps with Nick Folk during practices the past five weeks now that Tannehill hasn't been doing jack uh, during on Sundays anymore, that's on your head coach, and that's starting to rack up a little bit here now. I, I, I can't disagree with that. I'm not going to push back on that. And that's not something I'm uh, first three or four years of head coaching tenure. I, I would have never thought any game would be on Mike Vrabel. Mm -hmm. uh, as the head coach that he's made a mistake, he's made a couple here this season. Mm -hmm. I mean, I do admire the way that this team just fought and tried, tried to overcome all the obstacles in their way, you know, losing three of your best players and, you know, all the crazy stuff that happened. I mean, this team will fight and claw and scratch to the bitter end, and I respect that. And that, that comes mostly, I would say, from Mike Vrabel. But yep. you're right. It's those little things that you gotta you got to be buttoned up on. And, yep. 
you know, he always talks about stupid blank that'll get you beat. Well, taunting mm-hmm. the other bench, you know, getting a free first down and, you know, mistakes on special teams and, you know, not having your backup holder ready. All those all things. of those are on coaching. Yeah. All right. those are coaching because that's the only place it can land. Hundred percent. Uh and also you've only won four of your last nineteen games. Right. Okay. Yep. That four and fifteen is bad, no matter why. Okay. No yeah. matter how you right. got there, you win four times in nineteen games. That's fire. And nobody brings that up because the majority of the local media kisses his ass. You only, you're only won four of your last 19 games. There's always an excuse. Mm-hmm. Let's take a break. Attention high school sports fans. Are you an armchair official? You know, the parent or fan who constantly yells at the referees and loves to let everyone know just how bad you think they are. Well, if you think you could do better, then get in the game and prove it. It's time for you to suit up and make the calls where they actually count. Every sport in Tennessee needs more officials. Sign up today at highschoolofficials.com. Princess Hot Chicken, the Tango Malls, has everybody talking about it, including the head basketball coach at TSU, Brian Penny Collins. I went to Wise Creek High School. Before every game, we went to Princess Chicken on Dickerson Roll. Every single game. And it's the best. It's a staple in Nashville. And it just takes me all the way back. Princess Chicken's from tenders to whole wings. They got baked beans, collard greens, and delicious desserts. It's all at Princess Hot Chicken. Heat and flavor. Princess is the original home of hot chicken worldwide. Check us out at the downtown location right across from Bridgestone Arena in the Fool Assembly Hall, South Nashville location on Nolesville Road, and the new Tango Outlet Mall in Antioch. Interested in working in a great environment with great hourly wages? Please submit a resume to Princess Hot Chicken, AFH at gmail.com, or fill out an application on the Princess Hot Chicken website. That's princesshotchicken.com, and then click on Join Our Team, princesshotchicken.com. Princess Hot Chicken, proud sponsor of WNSR Nashville Sports Radio. Have you ever met a single person in your life that enjoys paying taxes? No, no one does. If you can't sleep at night because you have a huge problem with the IRS, I've got some free advice for you. This service is strictly limited to individuals that owe the IRS $10,000 or more in back taxes. And if you qualify, we can guarantee that you won't be writing a big fat check to the IRS or our services cost you nothing. The first 100 people that call today will get a free tax consultation worth $500. Stop worrying about your IRS problem. We can help you. We promise. Call the tax doctor right now. I mean right now to learn more. 800-649-0142. 800 800-649-0142. 800-649-0142. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. The package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's starleasing.com to learn more. 
It's the McFarlane Show with Darren McFarlane and Fox 17's Justin McFarlane. Yeah, I lose to Alabama. I'm depressed. Boom. Well, I just didn't expect the collapse when you get excited in the first half. Yeah, know? halftime, you were probably dancing. Oh, man. Right? Yeah, it was kind of depressing. I don't think it's because Vols fans were like, we lost in Tuscaloosa. Like, so disappointing. It's really about what happened, right? It was like two different games. The McFarlane Show with Darren and Justin on Nashville Sports Radio WNSR. The Greg Pogue and John Burton Show, where the only adult in the room just graduated from college. Got a few more moments, and then we're 88 out of gate audios to Zeus. Monday Night Football, what we got? We have the Jaguars mm-hmm. hosting the Joe Burrow-less Cincinnati Bengals. Jags are 10-point favorites. Yeah, it should be an easy night for them. I don't think so. Who's quarterback in Cincy? Uh, Jake Browning. Jake Browning, rookie. Mm. I think it's going to be a showcase night, a rocking chair night for the uh, Jaguars. I don't know, Ben. The Bengals are playing for their life right now. What, five and six? Dude, they're dead. Yeah. They're dead. Without Burrow, they're dead. And they know it. I, you know, I picked them to go to the Super Bowl of the AFC. But without Burrow, you're right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's tonight. Next Monday night, two games running. They're not They're not staggered. I mean, they're running concurrently, right? I mean, mm-hmm. you, usually you'd have one early and a late. But they're going to have two games next Monday night. Why is that? I don't know. That's weird. Both just riveting. I know. Both yeah, both are going to be absolute dogs. You got Packers, Giants, and uh, the Giants are still in the hunt in the NFC, which is crazy at 4-8. and eight, you know? uh, And then, of course, uh, the Titans and the Dolphins. Yeah, the seven fifteen ESPN game, ESPN2 with Elon Payton, I guess. That's the uh, Titans and the Dolphins, and then... Exactly the same time kickoff uh, on ABC, Packers and the Giants. Wow. Yeah, you can uh, you can uh, actually watch uh, the Titans-Dolphins game on News Channel 5, and we will have a special uh, oh, edition right. of News Channel 5 at 6.30 to pre the, preview the show. Yeah, on the Steve, national schedule, that didn't show up, but you you guys get yeah, it, huh? Yeah, right. yeah right. we'll have it here. You can watch it here locally. You don't have right. to have... Uh, uh, ESPN to uh, to watch that game. We're gonna yeah, we're gonna have a special edition of News Channel Five at six thirty. Uh, Steve will be live in Miami. Jonathan Hutton and myself will be here in studio. Steve got the Miami trip. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, I, I took Pittsburgh just because you know. I don't know if you know this or not. I used to live there. <laughs> really? Yeah. So what's up today? What are you doing? You got what are you? Are you uh, mill doing? I, I would like to uh, give a huge shout-out. My mother has her uh, Christmas concert tonight at Donaldson oh, Academy. Oh, wow. That's awesome. You can uh, watch it live. All tickets are sold out. It's a, it's a hop-in uh, at her new auditorium that opened last year. But you can watch it on Facebook Live. Who will be running the cameras? Look at you. Yours truly. Free yeah. of charge. I told my mom, well, just, yeah. uh, oh, just, just let gr- me, let me uh, take care of it. So I'm doing that tonight. You're a great son. Well, very good. What are you doing worthwhile today? Not a whole lot. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. You shouldn't. It's your day off. Yeah, yeah. it's my day off, and I'm just going to I'm going to go where the day takes me. Obviously, you're going to get a workout in at some point, and, you know, a little adulting and, you know, a little catching up on some things. 
Now, John, you said you had to repent at the gym for some of the sins over the Were weekend. Were you a bad boy this weekend? I had a bad, bad eating weekend, man. Bad eating weekend. I mean, so. it was good. It was good, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I got uh, I got some calorie burning to do. I'm going to be doing a lot of hit, a lot of sweating, you know, get hopped up on pre-workout and just go until I, until I can't anymore. I need to sweat. Get my heart rate up. Well, then you can listen to the McFarlands this afternoon from 2 to 4. And they welcome your phone calls, and they mean it. You have to give that up soon enough. What's that? You just have to give that up a little while. No, I'm gonna take, keep. Take, no, I'm gonna keep doing it, Greg. Uh, take it. Uh, yeah. take it th- the, take thanks it. for the, thanks for the advice. No, but I'm no, gonna keep doing no, it. You, you, you're okay. Good. Just through the end of the year. That's gonna be my New Year's re- resolution for you. Okay. So year what happens year. if I do it in January? What are you gonna do? Beat me up? No. <laughs> thanks for listening, Jim Romney. Five sixty eight.